Hello and welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Buddy Pearson, and on this podcast, Education Matters. My guest today is Sheila Barker, who is the Social Emotional Wellness Coordinator for Putnam County Schools. Sheila, welcome to Local Matters. Thank you so much, Buddy, for having me on. So, Sheila, tell us about your position as the Social Emotional Wellness Coordinator for Putnam County Schools. What all does that uh, incorporate? So, this is my 24th year in Putnam County, but prior to me moving into this position, I was a school social worker, so I worked directly with students doing counseling, you know, providing support for families, teachers. Uh, I've been in this position four years ago. It was a new position that was created when we came back from COVID um, in the fall of 2020. I think that's right. And so um, Mr. King and uh, Melanie Bussell um, worked together and uh, felt like this is a position that was needed. So I provide supervision for all of the student mental health side. So we have five school social workers and we have, um, you know, um, well, 36 counselors now. Wow. I'm not really the supervisor for the counselors, but I do provide support for them. And then we also have some other mental health programs that are within the school system that I help supervise. But a large part of my position is to provide support for staff. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker, so I can provide direct therapy counseling to staff. And so I provide stress management workshops, but I also can provide direct counseling, and then I help them get hooked up with mental health resources. Um, So I'm in and out of schools a lot of times, meeting with teachers during plan time after school. And so that was a big part of it just to provide, because it was a very stressful time sure and that position i mean my role in that has kind of grown i mean i i'm constantly trying to provide information to teachers about self-care and about you know and just providing resources to make sure they have some way to you know reach out wow that's awesome because you know a lot of times you think about students but yeah for for teachers as well now what about uh, staff at the central office i mean because you know there's a a communications and marketing supervisor yes. there that probably gets stressed quite a bit yes. that you might want to offer some, you know, well, counseling to. I will be making my rounds, so you just <laughs> wait. I'll come see all of you at Central Office. So, but, no, I do try to, to provide stuff or information out to all departments yeah. within the school system. So. so you've been in this field for 24 years. What made you want to get into this field? What, you know, what was the, the guiding thing that, you know, that you wanted to get into social work? Well, um, that's really ironic, but I started out as an accountant in college, <laughs> and then I was working as a secretary for Plateau Mill Health Center, which is now Volunteer Behavioral Health, but it was for a program that provided counseling to children. And so I was, you know, uh, seeing the notes and stuff from mm. the counseling sessions. But anyway, it was around a lot of special social workers. I mean, they were a big influence on me, and I knew I wanted to be – in something working with children, I had decided that. And so they were a big influence on me. So I ended up going to tech, and then I ended up getting my master's at University of Tennessee in social work. Okay. And um, then I went on and got my license. Um, and so, you know, I've not really ever done private practice. I started out in the school system 24 years ago, and I, I love it. From an accountant to a social worker. Yes. How about that? <laughs> Big switch. Yeah. But I'm glad I did it. <laughs> now, when you look at Putnam County Schools, I mean, we're talking about pre-K all the way up to seniors in, in high school. And, I mean, you're talking about four or five-year-olds to 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. 
there has to be a lot of different ways at looking at social emotional wellness just from those different age groups right there. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you do for a five year old? You can't do for an eighteen year old, and vice versa. So, uh, what do you do to try and, and and look at the different aspects for the different age groups in the mm-hmm. Putnam County school system? Well, one of the things we we've always provided mental health services for all of those age groups, mm-hmm. but with twelve thousand students, and we only had. You know, we, we have a lot of counselors and we have social workers, but you still don't have enough, you know, always to, to cover that. Putnam County does a, a really good job of trying to meet that. Yeah. Um, and we have actually added positions through the years. Um, but this past year, we had written a grant, a Resilient Schools Communities grant, and we got a, a grant specifically for pre-K because we feel like the earlier we can intervene with families and kids – Maybe we can help, you know, alleviate some things before they get older. Sure. And um, so we added another social work position to try to, so now we can serve all of the pre-K a little bit more than we were before. Um, and we, like I said, we've added those counseling positions. So you, and every age group is different um, in the services that you provide. Elementary, I feel like pre-K and elementary, it's a lot of preventative. I mean, you're, the counselors are in there doing classes and doing small groups and trying to build those social and personal skills Mm -hmm. so that once they get to middle school and high school. uh, So those are definitely things that we have to work on. One of the things that comes up a lot um, with our kids is that sometimes they don't have basic needs met. So you really have to look at, you know, if kids are having issues, uh, do they have basic needs met? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's where it starts. And then, you know, if there's family issues or even school issues, sometimes it's just they don't like school or they're struggling. Sure. And, you know, there's just in in Putnam County, we do have a lot of really good resources, I feel like, to try to help meet the whole child as much as possible. Yeah. You know, um, do a lot of assessment through teachers and, you know, observations and the counselors working hand in hand. So um, and every student is different. Mm hmm. You know, but uh, but they are a lot alike in some ways. But, you know, just being able to figure out what's really going on with that kid and why are they having, you know, what's going on to try to help alleviate that. We're talking with Sheila Barker, who is the social emotional wellness coordinator for Putnam County Schools. And we we have seen, especially this past year, where third grade students, third grade teachers, it seems like there's more pressure on them because of. Uh, the new law of, of you know, the, the testing and, and that they have to pass the test and or they're going to get held back. And, I mean, all the stuff that, mm-hmm. that we've seen, have you seen more of an influx of, of having to to deal with more third graders and deal with more third grade teachers because of the maybe they feel more pressure uh, to perform better? Well, I think that our teachers in third grade is a very difficult year anyway. Sure. It's a lot. I remember with my kids, it's been a long time since I've been in third grade, but I remember for my kids, it was a lot. Yeah. And so I feel like that we have our teachers do such a great job mm-hmm. of working with our kids. But we have a lot of students who have a, some obstacles that, you know, can prevent them from reaching some of their goals. And again, I feel like, though, that our administration, our teachers, social workers, the counselors try to figure out what it is that's impacting them, Mm -hmm. you know, but you're still going to have. And with COVID, you know, we had a lot of our, I think with 
it, that would have been the kindergarten year, I think, this past year, if I'm figuring that right, right, for the third grade. So I think that definitely would have had an impact on those kids. Um, but I do think we, we have put a lot of things in place to try to help, you know, alleviate. I do not know the number of students that we had that ended up having to repeat third grade. Um, I know we did the summer school program, sure. you know, to try to help fill those gaps. And, yeah. and I think that was pretty successful. I don't really know all the, the specific, specific numbers on that. But mm-hmm. from what I heard, that was very successful. You know, obviously COVID was huge from a an emotional perspective. Mm-hmm. Your job was created because of mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. And now when we're talking about these kids that have come through this, uh, the, there was the online learning, there's the back in, in personal, uh, you know, in person teaching and, and learning kind of things. Um, are, have you seen over the last couple of years what an effect COVID has had on our teachers and on our students? I mean, how can you even quantify what, what that looks like? You know, right. I mean, obviously, you know, you can say, well, it's had an effect but how do we know, you know, what kind of effect or, or, yeah. or what, what great effect has it, has it had on students and teachers? Some of the things that I have heard from, from teachers and staff say, so, you know, we came back in 2020, we were having to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that during that time, you had a lot of social skills that, you know, probably, especially since we were out in the spring and then we came in that whole year, um, you know, because you can't see each other's face. There's a lot of interactions. There's a lot of things that happen in that social interaction that, you know, we didn't get to really experience within the school setting. And I know that affected, I've heard teachers say that really affected their social skills. Mm-hmm. But one thing I found was interesting was I thought that fall of 2020, would, that whole year would have been a harder year. But mm-hmm. I think the following year, I heard more from teachers say that that was a more difficult year. Oh, wow. And I think just because of the catch-up, you know, that kids were, you know, when you've got 30 kids sitting in your classroom and, you know, everybody's on a different level, um, that's hard for a teacher to try to manage. And then they have all of the pressures of testing and stuff that they have, you know. Um, And I think, you know, in our county, we recognize that. I think that's definitely recognized from central office and, you know, that, that, you know, we have those barriers, but but I, for Putnam County, you know, we were one of the few counties that came back in person. Right. And I think that was probably, just in my opinion, one of the best things that could have ever happened to yeah. kids. And I still think we struggle with that, but I think overall that was a good, you know, because kids were in school. They were in the building. Right. They were getting fed, and they were at least, you know, had some kind of structure. Yeah. So I think that probably helped with our progress. Yeah. You know, and now you more get than to maybe s- some other counties. You right. Know? And so. now we're to the point where we can give hugs and high fives yes. and, yeah. you know, all the things that, uh, you know, you see, especially the elementary kids, they love those. And you see yes. the principals and the teachers being able to give their kids hugs. And that's yeah. just, uh, that that's awesome. That's great to see. Well, and one of the things we, um, every school now, especially with a resilient schools communities grant, we're all trauma, trauma informed or in the process of being trauma informed. Mm-hmm. And one of the big thing, big things with that is building those relationships and you've got to have that social interaction yeah. and meeting kids at the door and greeting them. And, you know, and so that was kind of hard during that time. I think they figured out how to work around it, but 
you know, kids kids need those interactions because some of them don't have any kind of communication with adults outside of school, right. unfortunately. So. I'm Buddy Pearson, and this is Local Banners with my guest, Sheila Barker. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. This is Local Matters with a focus on education. I'm talking to Sheila Barker, the Social Emotional Wellness Coordinator for Putnam County Schools. September was Suicide Prevention Month, and, and I know there's a lot of things that, that was out there. Uh, and um, one of the things that you do is suicide prevention, and, and you have resources and, and deal with those things. Just talk a little bit about, about some of the, the resources that you have for our students and just maybe what the situation is with suicide prevention in Putnam County Schools? So we have, you know, approximately 12,000 students Mm -hmm. in the school system, but it's, I mean, it's a pretty much a daily occurrence at some school that we will have a child that is, you know, either saying they want to hurt themselves or have had a plan for that or, and so we have processes in place for that. So we have um, you know, there's a there's an assessment that the counselor does, and then if they need to call crisis, they call crisis. And um, so it depends on the level. Uh, parents are always contacted. Mm-hmm. Parents are involved in that. Um, but we have processes in place. And so... And, and do, you, do you say, when you say a student almost every day, are we talking uh, mostly high school students? Are we talking middle school students? I mean, is there... More of a, a set uh, area of students that you think that it happens more with? Yeah, definitely middle school to high school. Okay. Um, but we have seen, uh, we are having to call crisis on elementary school kids. Really? Yes. And so a few years ago, you know, we also had a student at Cane Creek. He was 10. Um, so, you know, we've had some younger kids. Right. Now, you know, it, but typically it's middle school to high school. Yeah. And, I can give you some statistics sure. if you want me to do that. But yeah. so there was a national study done. Um, one in five consider suicide. One in seven developed a plan to die by suicide, and one in eleven attempted to die by suicide. So for Putnam County, it says when you apply this data to Putnam County students, this was April two thousand twenty-three. Okay, so six so, months ago, roughly. So this was not through twelfth grade students. So okay. if you take those statistics right. nationally and and compare it to Putnam County, okay, um, this is not specifically for Putnam, but just say if you take that one in five, and then the one in seven, and the one in eleven. 706 considered suicide, 504 developed a plan, and 321 attempted. 
So we have 3,528 9th through 12th grade students. That was as of April. So if you took those statistics and, you know, put that for Putnam County, that's what it would be. Now, that's... And, and, and I hear that, and that is heartbreaking yeah. to me. That is absolutely heartbreaking to think that there would be that many kids in school mm-hmm. that would, one, consider it, to formulate a plan, and then three, actually attempt it. Right. Um, man, I just, uh, and I know you as, you know, with, with your background and what you do on a daily basis, you know, uh, my hat's off to you to, for having to deal with that because um, that absolutely breaks my heart. Yeah. I mean, just to consider that, to consider a kid who would, who mm-hmm. would consider suicide. Right. Yeah, and it's, you know, our well, – like I was saying before, our teachers, I mean, our schools are all trauma-informed now. Or we're in the process of that. But our counselors or social workers, I think we try to, to educate teachers and staff about what to look for. Yeah. And our teachers really get to know and staff get to know our kiddos. And right. so I think we see more of that sometimes because they are watching. They yeah. know that something's going on great. with the kid. Yeah. And they let us know. It's so great that, that they're, can, y- yes, that yeah. they can read those signs. That's what right. I mean when I say great. Yeah. That means it's so right. great that they, yeah. that the teachers are informed and, mm-hmm. and know what to look for because a lot, you know, and I think, I guess that's, that's probably good because the, the student to, to, Teacher ratio, teacher the student ratio is mm-hmm. is good, and and you should be able to know your students and know those things. Yeah, yeah, and I think it helps a lot for them um, because they they do build those relationships, yeah. and they know when a student's kind of off, and you know, sometimes they may directly tell the counselor, they may come to the counselor themselves. Sometimes they tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not always tell an adult in the building. Um, and so, you know, we want students to always reach out to somebody, re- right. reach out to a trusting adult. And, and you know, because we do have a lot of resources within the schools to, to help with that. We're talking with Sheila Barker, who is uh, the social-emotional wellness coordinator for Putnam County Schools. And with September having been Suicide Prevention Month, um, and, you know, there's always a heightened awareness of suicide, especially in our schools uh, say you get a call from a teacher uh, at one of our high schools and says, you know, we have a student here that uh, is thinking about suicide. And mm-hmm. Now, tell us, walk us through what the resources are, what kind of what the plan of action would be. So um, usually the teachers know to go to their school counselors. Mm-hmm. So, And sometimes they do call student services, but they usually go to their school counselor. And the school counselor pulls them in, the student, um, and they have an assessment they do. It's a Columbia rating scale that they have to do, and they go through questions. I mean, if they have a relationship with that kid, you know, it just depends on that level, if it's a new student. or But they they work through that with the student, and they kind of see at what, you know, are they just having feelings and wanting to hurt themselves, or do they actually have a plan? Um, and so it depends on where they're at. So if it's a kid that really is just, I just feel that way. I don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. I don't. So they would definitely contact parent, and then they we provide resources for um, the family. Mm-hmm. So either we can provide some counseling through the school system. Uh, we can also help them with resources like in the community to get you know help. Sometimes you'll have kids who actually have a plan. Uh, or they have scored high enough on the assessment that we have to call crisis. So once we call Youth Village's crisis, crisis gets involved, and then 
parent has to be called as well then. And then um, that can be anything from safety plan in the home. Mm -hmm. The child would go back home to being hospitalized. We do have kids that end up in the hospital for several days, and then they return back to the school. Um, that was kind of where the whole the lockbox came in. Uh, right, we, yeah, tell us that, a bit about that. That we had talked about was yeah. um, Shauna Green, who's one of our social workers, she came up with this idea about, she said, you know, we, we go through these crisis calls and we have to call you villages crisis and usually the child is going back home with the parent so how can we help the parent to be prepared because part of the safety plan is locking up any weapons mm-hmm. locking up any kind of medication and so um and then also providing resources for them so the lock box included it's it's a box that they can lock up their medication they also can have the the, the trigger locks for the guns and then uh, poison control in case a child was to take medication, too mm-hmm. much medication. Um, there was also resources for the new suicide hotline number. There's the new 988 number that mm-hmm. is provided. And so we've also gotten resources that we're going to be distributing out to the schools that can be handed out to students as well. So mm-hmm. they'll have those those numbers. But we try to provide safety planning for the parents too. Like these are this is how you would um, – Make sure that you know everything is is safe at home. Locking up any weapons, right. making sure that they can't get a hold of anything that might you know they usually have to go through their room. Make sure you know the biggest part of that though is having some communication with their child about what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? What what makes you feel this way? Not getting upset with their child. You know, being having that open communication. Um, so that their child feels safe to to talk about what's going on, um, you know, I think that's a big part of it too. Yeah. Um, I'm Buddy Pearson. You're listening to Local Matters with my guest Sheila Barker. This is Local Matters. I'm Buddy Pearson. We focus on education in this podcast, and I'm talking to Sheila Barker, the social emotional wellness coordinator for Putnam County Schools. And I know we've been talking about some heavy subjects, and we've been in the last segment we talked about suicide prevention, and you were talking about the lock boxes and um, where where can you get the lock boxes and and who are some of the people that we can thank for helping provide those things? So we um, currently we are in the process of uh, build or giving the boxes to all the schools. We're mm-hmm. gonna we're actually gonna put those together through student services, and we've currently provided I think one or two per school for the counselors, and we're gonna you know give as many as we can get together, but. Uh, the partners for that was Power Putnam, um, and then uh, the sheriff's department. Bo Cheryl, who's an SRO at Upperman High School, yeah. he helped Shauna a lot with getting the trigger locks. And then um, we have through SAMHSA, which is Substance Abuse Mental Health. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I think association. I forget exactly what that stands for, but they're the ones that provided all of the. Uh, we have um, business cards that have the 988 number. We have stickers. We have posters. Those are the things we're going to be providing in the schools to give out also to students. Mm-hmm. So they will have that suicide hotline number. And then we have brochures in the lockbox about how to provide that that safety plan at home, poison control number. There's there's some other resources in there that um, 
but you know, it's it's been a good partnership, and they have been very very uh, generous about helping us with that. Yeah. So because when the, it keeps the parent from having to go out and try to figure out how to purchase a lock box, sure. where do I where do I need to go get those things, the trigger locks, all that. So the purpose of that was to have all of that ready, mm-hmm. just to hand to the parent and say, you don't have to worry about this piece. This is this you know to help them. Yeah. Great resources there, especially for suicide prevention. One of the things you were talking about was was providing counseling and and, uh, just some things for our students. Uh, If you've been following the news, we've been on fall break for the last couple of weeks, but if you've been following the news, there was a a huge tragedy that that occurred where a Cookville High student uh, was was shot and killed. Um, And students returned yesterday to Cookville High for the first time and have had to deal with some of those things. And, you know, um, as the the social-emotional wellness coordinator, what are some of the things that, uh, that, that you've had to put in place or maybe some conversations that you've had to have with your counselors, with students coming back yesterday that have, that have had to deal with that? Well, one of the things I, I do want to say is that the Cooper High School administration and counselors and staff, um, because this happened during break, I think there was a, there was a lot of, proactive things that they done uh, during break uh, to reach out to the families, you know, to try to figure, you know, what can we do to help as far as school? When the kids coming back today, we had extra, extra um, counselors that we had from some of the other schools come. And then we had all of our school social workers there Okay, and we had them on each floor of the high school. We let the students know, if they needed somebody to talk to. And, and that's something I think the counselors will kind of continue to provide if, if students are struggling. One of the things that, you know, could possibly happen with some students, they may not been have been directly affected by this particular incident, but if they've had loss in their lives right. of, you know, of some kind, sometimes it, it, it sure. triggers something for them. And yeah. so, um, you know, we just – I know that the counselors have certain students they probably checked on. You know, we we have, like I said, we've got some really great counselors. They know their kids, and they know, like, who do I need to check on, you mm-hmm. know. But um, pro- they provided a very calm environment today, you know, and so, I, you know, I think everything went as best that it could. But they, the students knew that they had, you know, they've got extra people they can talk to. So. Well, our guest today is... Sheila Barker, the social emotional wellness coordinator for Putnam County Schools, and and you have to deal with so many situations, and and just like we've been talking about, you know, suicide and and just COVID and the different things. But um, man, I can I can just see where this you know could could weigh on you after a while. So let me ask you this: What do you enjoy? What what do you like most about your position? Because there's a lot of heavy stuff that you have to deal with on a daily basis. So what is it that you love about this job? Because it takes a special person, man, to deal with this stuff. I mean, I'm just telling you, this is, you know, it's beyond my comprehension and, and you know, my capability to be able to do that. So what is it that you enjoy about this? Um, well, when I was working directly with students, I, I think the, the thing that I love the most was to see their success mm-hmm. and to be able to provide help for them and resources and show them that sometimes there's a different way mm-hmm. to do things and help them problem solve. For this position, I'll tell you that first year was challenging yeah. <laughs> because I had worked with students and now I was I, I had not understood the teacher side of things. Right. 
to the point, and I still don't, I'm not a teacher, I'm a social worker, but to be in there with the teachers and hear everything that they, you know, are burdened with, because they, they hear a lot of this stuff too from the kids. True. And there's a yeah. lot of things that they hold on to and they, you know, they care about these students. And so I had to learn really how do I support the teachers <clears throat> and staff. And so I I do enjoy that part. I do being a, love being able to be there for them mm-hmm. when they meet, need me to be there. Um, trying to pr- be proactive about that, you know, trying to to go out and provide information. Um, we we have some goodies in that too. We have some stress management. We give <laughs> a lot of door prizes. We provide a lot of snacks. Uh, chocolate's good. Uh, yeah, chocolate chocolate is always chocolate's good. always so, good. Um, we are and we are actually right now doing through student services. Um, we're doing some wellness incentives, okay. and so we're kind of instead of stress management, we're going toward more like wellness well, yeah. and like because it's all about wellness, physical health, mental health, right. all of it's related. Yeah, and so we're doing some challenges like this upcoming is pickleball, yes. and then we're doing a mental health challenge. I'm actually playing about, pickleball on Saturday. Okay, yes, I have not learned how to do that, but um, <laughs> this the mental health challenge for this month, this coming up is uh-huh. for sleep, trying to get better sleep. How do you have good sleep hygiene? Now, if you need somebody things, as so. a you know an example for sleep, I'm all about you know if you need somebody to sleep extra, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm there for you. Yeah. I'm there to help. Yeah. <laughs> um so we're trying to do you know work on on those pieces of it and um so i i do enjoy that part of it i do enjoy being able to provide resources and you know make if, if i can make their day better you mm-hmm. know if we can go out and do some things at the schools and and make their day better that's that's all worth it to me um and i wanted to mention through student services to um that's where I'm, my position is under, but it's under coordinated school health, which is under Dr. Trey Upchurch. But we have a lot of resources out of that department. Mm-hmm. We have um, our nursing coordinator. We have Family Resource Center, which provides, you know, resources for students and families. Right. Like if they need food, help with bills, those kind of things. And so I just wanted to mention that real quick because for families and, and students, we want them to know that that's out there. And we have our family engagement coordinator and our uh, we do best groups in the school system too, which is your um, grief groups through yeah. the heart of the Cumberland. We have a, a Sydney Putnam that takes care of that. So right. we, we, you know, I think we're trying to provide a lot of you know resources for for the students and families. You know, it, it, this is a, it's a different time now than say when I went to school, um, where you know you didn't really. Um, let your emotions show or you didn't talk about your feelings or it was, you know, rub some dirt on it. You're going to be fine. You know, just, you know, whatever kind of thing. And, uh, now it's, it's a lot more of, uh, dealing with, with these issues and then having resources to be able to deal with Mm -hmm. those things. And, you know, we talk a lot about the students, but you're right, man, the teachers, you know, they have to deal with so much now these days. And it's not just, uh, the emotional wellness of their students, but it's also all the the things that um, you know they have to produce, and that they're under uh, you know a microscope of of how they're teaching, what they're teaching, and and, and all those kind of things. And a lot of stuff's being questioned on a regular basis. So, yeah. if if you could if you could look in a crystal ball and, and look five years down the road at what um, social emotional wellness looks like for students and teachers. What do you think that's going to look like, say, five years from now? Because we've seen a lot since COVID on mm-hmm. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking down the road a little bit, what do you think? Yeah, 
um, I'm hoping that um, it will be better mm-hmm. because I, I do think that we've had a um, some decrease in. Well, I think we've had we've had an increase in resources, but we've definitely had an increase in the amount of students and you know just the stress. And I think there's a lot of financial stress mm-hmm. with, with even teachers and staff and families. But I hope that you know we can get to where we are not afraid to hold our kids accountable, um, provide structure, and have good communication with you know, with parents and teachers and because we all have to work together. Right. And I think if, if the student can feel like we're all working together as a team, you know, that's where I would like to see it be um, to where we continue to go in that direction and that they know, parents know they can reach out. We've got resources, but we need to work together to hold that student up, hold them accountable, but also provide support for them. Yeah. Um, because I think we've gotten to where we just, you know, we don't. We're afraid sometimes to hold these, and these kids need structure. They say they don't want that, but right. they need. It. They need consistency, <laughs> and they need good communication, and just uh, you know, be able to 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 you know thrive. But they've got to have support too. Yeah. But I hope that it's you know that that we can work on also from the school side that so the social and personal competencies and help increase kids and give them. Um, you know, and grow their encouragement and grow their self-esteem and so that they can be successful. We want to teach them how to to go on and, and have that, you know, the strength themselves to work on their academics and, you know, have friends and, um, you know, be able to do those things that help them be successful right. as adults. So. Certainly a lot to unpack and to, to yes. look at and take into consideration. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, for you, five years down the road, you're still gonna be doing what you're what yes, you want. I will be. Okay. I can't retire. Yeah. But I love what I do. I really do. I've been blessed in this position. I, I have been. I awesome. Love it. Well, that's all the time that we have time for this week on local matters. I'd like to thank our guest Sheila Barker, the social emotional wellness coordinator for Putnam County Schools. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, it. Well, thanks everyone for listening, and have a great week. And God bless.